better. You guys look bright and sprite today. <laughs> Hola. If you have a smartphone or a tablet, we do have a live event, so you can follow right along. I'll go to you version. Um, if you don't know what that is, go to the App Store or Play Store, download that piece. And once you do that, go to events, type in Vision Ministries Toledo, and then you'll have something pop up that looks something like that. You can follow right along. We're doing a study on the book of Acts uh, for the next few weeks. Pastor Joy uh, shared a powerful word last week, um, and um, actually two words, one per service, and the idea is uh, we're talking about deutimus, which is the Greek word for power. Uh, the goal is to, to see men and women walk in the power of God on their lives. That's, that's the goal. And last week, Pastor Joy, uh, she taught an incredible message, and uh, we had a handful of people actually receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit for the first time last week. And so that's, that's the reason why, why we share uh, these type of things is because when you are filled with the power of the Spirit, it not only enables you to tap into the manifold gifts of the Spirit, but it gives you the ability to be a witness. And we know that because the Bible says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says you will receive power in the Greek, deutimus, when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And here, I'm going to uh, share this with you real quick because uh, there's two different types of things that happen here. Um, I've, I've um, had some conversations with some uh, men of God and, and just, uh, uh, just curious, not understanding the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to just give you guys uh, this real quick. There's a little tidbit. Okay, when you commit your life to Christ, okay, bef before you commit your life to Christ, you're spiritually dead. When you commit your life to, to Christ, okay, uh, you come alive in Christ, there's a spiritual awakening that happens. Okay, now what happens is a lot of times people, when, when that happens, when they commit their life to Christ, they believe they're, they're filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a, now, we see in the scriptures, there are two different times where there's a difference between people that receive Jesus and are baptized, and they, and they come alive in Christ, and then there is a demonstration of, we call it immersion, or the Spirit comes on them. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so this is what it says. It says you receive power. It doesn't say when you commit your life to Christ. Okay, you, obviously, there is power that comes on, but there's a difference that happens when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And we like to say either overshadows you or, or you're submerged in the Spirit or flooded or however you want to word that. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses, the reason why the Holy Spirit endues you with power is that you can be a witness, and then in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so, so God wants to fill us with deutimus. He wants to fill us with power. And so we're going to read uh, an account found in Acts chapter 3. We're actually going to read almost the whole chapter. This is one of my favorite chapters in the book of Acts, uh, this account that... And I remember when I first committed my life to Christ, I would read this chapter over and over and over again because there was something about that that just intrigued me when I, when I seen this manifestation of power that happened uh, with, with Peter and with 
with John, and I, I mean, I would pray the way that they prayed over people. Uh, I wanted to see God do that uh, in and through my life when I first committed my life to Christ. And so hopefully I can give you, I want you to maybe get a little taste of, of what, uh, how can I wear this? of what you are able to do in the power of the Spirit. Does that make sense? Acts chapter 3. We're going to read the whole chapter here. I got my headless mic, or my my wireless headset again. My headless mic. That's that one. Yeah. My wireless headset. And so now I can walk and and, uh, talk again, because I used to be stuck with that stupid handheld. That thing drives me nuts. Acts chapter 3, here we're going to read. It's going to be on the screens. You can also follow along with uh, whatever, uh, if you have your Bible or if you have a device. One day, Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth, say lame from birth, okay, was carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. Must have been a pretty gate, right? Called Beautiful. Where he was put every day to beg for those going in the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. If you've been around South Toledo for any time frame whatsoever, this is a very familiar picture, right? I mean, has anyone here ever not been asked for money? Okay, that's right, no hand should be up. You've never been asked for money? Can I get some money there? You've just been asked. Give me some right now. (laughs) Give me a quarter. (laughs) When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. Man, there's a message in that right there. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, Walking and jumping and praising God. Pause there for a minute. How many of us know that if you were lame from birth, you've never walked a day in your life? You've been carried from here and there. See, back then we didn't have wheelchairs. They didn't have the little buggy that can get you around the motorized thing. So how that, uh, how that gentleman was, how he uh, got around was people carried him from here to there. So when he was healed instantly... He did what? He was leaping and jumping and praising God. Are you getting this? Friends, when you receive a real healing, there's nothing but praise that's going to happen from that experience. I remember one time, a a number of years ago, uh, my wife and I were children's pastors, and we were pastoring up there where where Dawn is uh, taking care of your kids, and, and, and they're going after God up there. And um, I can't remember exactly what I did, but I remember I hurt my back really bad. And um, my back hurt so bad that I could barely, has anyone here ever hurt their back before? I mean, I mean you can hurt your shoulder, you can hurt your leg, you can hurt your, your ankle, you can hurt your wrist, 
and, and you can still function. You hurt your back, it puts you out of commission. And so I, uh, so I hurt my back, and, um, and you know, because, you, you know, we're pastoring and stuff, and so I sucked it up. We're on Sunday, and it was, and it was hurting. It was so severe, hurting so bad uh, that I was just sitting upright. Sometimes, you know, when you, like, sit still and you sit upright, you know, just takes that extra. And so that's what I did for, like, the majority of the service. I was just sitting upright. And then uh, at the end of worship, uh, I just laid down on the, on the altar, and I, just, and, and, and I laid down in pain, and I'm just like, God, I just, I just, I just give this to you. I, 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 you. I can't do nothing. My back hurts real bad. As I'm laying there, Pastor Joy, uh, she, told the, she told the kids, she said, she said hey, kids, uh, Pastor Josh hurt his back really bad. Let's pray for him, and we're going we're gonna to believe God uh, that he's going to touch them. So I know this for a fact. So I'm laying there. I'm in excruciating pain. All of these children come around me, surround me, and they start praying for me. I felt this heat come up my back, and as soon as that heat came up my back, I felt that pain leave my back. I got up from laying up, and it was completely gone. I started weeping because I'm like, it's gone. I'm healed. I started, I started telling the kids. I mean, I was crying. I'm like, I'm healed. I'm healed. And the kids just went. They just went ballistic. They just went nuts. They, and, then I th- and then after that, I believe, we just started praying for people to get healed after that. All the kids, they were like, let's go. Let's do this. And actually, uh, uh, what we did was at the end of service, we brought our kids down. They started praying for people to get healed because they're like, we're, we just seen somebody get healed, and so let's just start doing this. So this is, this is real, okay? So this guy gets healed. He's praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. So they all seen him, and they knew that he was a beggar and that he couldn't walk. So they're like, hold up, this guy's not walking. They recognize him. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. While the man held on to Peter and John... All the people were astonished and came running to the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? I wish we could say that in our churches now. When men and women get healed supernaturally, why does this surprise you? Because we don't see it like like it should be happening. We can't even say that now. Why does this surprise you? Because it's not happening. Hopefully that's going to change here today. Why does this surprise you? Or why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness has made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate. Though he has decided to let him go, you disowned the holy and righteous one and asked the murderer to be released. If you know the story of what happened, Barabbas, they said, you know, release Jesus of Nazareth or Barabbas, and the whole crowd said, release Barabbas the murderer, and let's kill the person that's innocent, okay? You disowned him before Pilate, though he decided to let him go. You disowned him, the whole, okay? You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. Say witnesses. You will receive power, and you will be a witness. You know why you're going to be a witness? You're going to be a witness because, first off, God's going to use you as a witness, and secondly, you're going to witness the power of God in a very tangible way. You can't, you can't talk a witness out of what they saw. A man with an argument is no match for a man with an experience. I'm going to skip down a little bit. 
Now, fellow, fellow Israelites, I know that you acted in ignorance, as you did with your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foresaw through his prophets, saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins might be wiped out. Then times of refreshing may come from the Lord and that he may send the Messiah who has been appointed to you, even Jesus. Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. So, this, so what do we see happen here? We're going to just uh, end right there for, for right now. What happens here? What do we see happen? We see this man that's lame from birth. He's at the temple gate because people bring him there. That's, how, that's his source of income is, is, is by begging. And Peter and John are broke. Say broke. How many of y'all can testify to that one? You have no money in your pocket. So he's used to putting his hand out and he's asking for money. He's like, hey, can you give me some money? They get his attention. They say, we don't have money, but here, what we do have, we'll give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, walk. What's better, giving somebody money and letting them still be in their condition that they're in or giving them life? Giving them life. And that's exactly what they did. They reached out their hand and they gave him life. They, they, they lifted him up out of his circumstance and literally lifted him up off the ground. And he was completely restored and completely healed. And so he's leaping, he's jumping, he's praising God, and everybody is in wonder and amazement because of that. Friends, when the miraculous happens, it does. It causes awe and wonder. And it does, it does one of two things. Number one, it's a, it's a testimony to the person that's being healed of God's goodness and his love and his affection because God is the healer. And two, it's a testimony of how good our God is to everyone that uh, was able to witness what happened. So why would God not want to demonstrate his power if it's going to do these things? Let me tell you this. There's two things. This is, these are going to be my only two notes in there, and I'm just putting them on the screens, and I'm not going to uh, 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 talk more about them other than this, is that, number one, friends, God is about demonstration. He's about releasing his power and showing men and women that he's real. It's the reason why I've been serving Christ for 18 years now is because I had a demonstration of God in my life. And then number two, friends, there is always application. So number one, God is about demonstration, that he would uh, display his power and his goodness. And then secondly, there's always application. What's the application? After they saw that he was healed and that he was restored, what happened? Uh, the application was, was uh, Peter began to preach for them to, to, to repent of their sins. So you have demonstration, God's power, and application. Let's turn from our sinful ways. Are you getting this? This is why God does these things. Now, this is a scary thing. Are you ready to strap your boots on? Are you guys okay today? Are you ready for this? Here we go. This is, this is I only have, I have one tough word, and here it is. And are you guys ready for it? Okay, strap, strap on your boots. Okay, I'm going to grab hold of this so that I can hold on here, too. Because when, uh, when I wrote this, I slapped myself. Peter stated that he had no silver or gold, but would give the cripple what he'd have. The sad truth is many churches today can no longer say, silver and gold I do not have. Nor can they say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. It's a sad day. Churches can no longer sing, silver and gold I do not have. Nor can they say, in the name of Jesus, walk. 
How many of us know that Jesus gave all of his disciples authority in Matthew chapter 10? Turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 10, and we're going to read verse 1, and then we're going to read verse 5 through 8. Does anybody know what the word disciple is? What's a disciple? Say it out loud. What's that? Follower, right. Another word, a student, right? Or somebody who is being discipled or who's being trained. Some, some would even say maybe like an acolyte or a student, whatever. So Jesus calls his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Last week, Pastor Joy said that before uh, Acts chapter 2 happened, that that authority was a, a th- delegated authority. Remember that? What does that mean? Delegated authority is, would be like a parent telling their oldest child to, you know, for example, me telling Shua, hey, go tell your, your sister or your brother to come here. What is he doing? He's not walking in his authority. He's walking in delegated authority. Daddy told him to go and do this. So this is, what, this is the authority that they're walking in. They're walking in delegated authority uh, at this point because Jesus is sending them out. And, the, and he gave them uh, all of these uh, things. Skip down to verse 5. We're going to read verse 5 through 8. This is before Acts chapter 2, and this is what's happening. Okay? The 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter enter. enter any town of the Samaritans, rather go to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim. Say proclaim. This message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Verse 8. Is this negotiable? What is he telling them to do? Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you receive, freely give. So that means basically you don't heal somebody and then you ask for a 20 spot. Right? Isn't that what he's saying? Don't drive out a demon and say, okay, now that costs $50. That's what he's saying, isn't it? Free, you know, give this freely. You've, you freely receive and you're going to freely give. So he's commissioning them with delegated authority. This is before they receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts, uh, Mark chapter 16. I'm going to read a few more verses here. This was his commissioning. Mark chapter 16. We're going to read verse 15 through 18. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Do you see, do you see what he's telling the, them to do before uh, demonstration the power? Both times, both in, in Matthew chapter 10 and also in, uh, in Mark chapter 16, he's telling them that the gospel is the primary message. The gospel is the reason why you're being sent. But to demonstrate that your gospel has authority, then go ahead Okay, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Do we have any men and women in the house of God who believe today? These signs will accompany those who believe. So if you don't believe, you won't see them. But if you believe, then these are these are going to follow you. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. When they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Okay, I didn't underline the snakes and the poison because we don't need to go there. Okay, when God said you can do all these things, basically he was saying he is going to protect you. You don't need to start going around and and to start, you know, picking up snakes and saying God's gonna, 
You can, well, you can pick up snakes here in Ohio, Northwest Ohio, because we don't really have any venomous snakes around here. But, uh, but, but, it, but the demographic of, of what he's talking about, you're talking about venomous snakes and things like that. Snakes and scorpions and those type of things. Drinking deadly poison, okay? They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. So those that believe will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Paul made a pretty powerful statement. This is going to be our last verse here. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. This is what Paul stated. This is what one of my life verses. It's something that I pray that my life walks in. This is what it says. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So that your faith might not rest on human wisdom. Man, look how good this guy talks. Look how eloquent he speaks. So that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. I don't know about you, but I want that to be my life. I want my life to to be embedded with the power of the Lord. Now, for a whole week, I've been praying about this message, and I've known exactly what I felt the Lord calling me to do on this message, and I fought him all the way up till this morning. Okay, now... The thing about Deutimus, the thing about power is I can teach you about it until I'm blue in the face. But until there's actually a demonstration, it's not really going to mean a whole lick of a whole lot of nothing. When I was praying, I felt like the Lord wanted to heal some people today. I'm about to step outside of the box. I've never done this before. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, we're, we're going to lift the risk factor a little bit. When things get risky, it just, it, it sets an atmosphere for God to do some things. What does that do? That gets me out of my comfort zone because I'm more, it's better for me just to stand behind a pulpit and preach than to actually operate in the authority that God has given me and to show you that this is something that's very applicable and, and very easy for each and every one of us to function in if we're filled with the Spirit of God. Is there anybody in here today that has their back, they're having back problems, they hurt their back? When I, when I was praying, I heard, I heard two things this morning. I heard, uh, I heard pinched nerve and I heard perforated disc. I, I've never, I don't know what those mean. If you, if you have a back problem in here, would you raise your hand? If you believe that God wants to heal you, would you raise your hand? Okay, uh, pinch nerve. Pinch nerve. Pinch nerve. I need, uh, if, you have a, if you have a pinch nerve, I, need, I want you over here, if, you, if you're willing. Anybody have a perforated disc? Perforated disc? Pinch nerve. So we have a lot of people with a pinch nerve. Maybe the perforated disc is for second service. Can you guys turn? Can you guys just turn and, and face 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 everyone? We're we're upping the risk factor. Is that okay? These signs will accompany those who believe. So what are we going to do? We're going to step out in faith. The cool thing about doing something like this is that it it. it if it relied on me, then this would be very scary. 
It's scary just to step out of the box first and foremost. But secondly, it really has nothing to do with me because I can't heal. God is the healer. So all we're going to do is we're just going to create an atmosphere of faith where people will see a demonstration of God's power that he really does heal. And so we're just going to see what God does. Is that okay? What's your name, ma'am? Cecilia. You said you have a, a pinched nerve? Pinched nerve, a bad back, all the above. Okay. So like when, when you, does it hurt when you bend, stand? It hurts when I lay down and go to sleep. I got to put a pillow, but it still hurts. Okay. And I get pinched nerves, like I'll be just doing something at the table and talking with people, and I get these pinched nerves where I scream and I got to jump up, and my legs just, they're bad. Celia, do you, do you believe God wants to heal you? Oh, yes, I He do. does want to heal yes, you. Do you know yes, that? So, so what we're going to do today is we're just going to join what God wants to do with your faith today. Is that okay? That's good. And we're just going to pray for your back, and we're going to ask God that he's going to completely heal you and remove that pinched nerve. Thank Sound you. good? Yeah. Okay, we're just going to believe God. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for Seal. God, we thank you that you love her. God, we thank you for your grace on her life. God, we thank you that your word says we can ask anything in your name. So right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we just command this pinched nerve right now to be unpinched in the name of Jesus. We speak healing to her back right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we just command right now, God, that this thing would go into alignment in the name of Jesus. Now in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, loose right now. We, we command ligament, tendon, joint right now, loose right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. You feeling anything? Does it hurt when you like bend over? Can you try bending over right now? Are you still feeling pain? Don't lie to me. If you feel pain, don't lie, okay? Okay, because you're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay? So, yeah, if, you, if, you're, if, you, if, God, if God touches you, we, we want... So, so you, you feel normal right now? So there's no pain? Can you bend over again? Can you try that again? Thank you, Lord, right now. You ain't never did it that quick? No. So, you, so, you, so you're telling us that you're, that you're in pain, you have a pinched nerve, and right now, it's gone. It's gone. See? It's gone. Okay. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. I've prayed over people that, that have had cancer and have been healed. I've prayed over people that couldn't have babies and God opened up their wombs. I've prayed over people that have been on deathbeds and God raised them up. I haven't prayed over any dead people yet and seen them raised. And so the thing about why, why I believe the Lord with, with, he, with, with, with touching with pain, pain is a substantial thing that somebody can feel right now. And so we're praying, and all we're doing is, all we're doing is we, are, we are adding her faith to the Word of God. Was that, was that difficult? It's, it's not magical. It's not a science. It's not the way you pray. It's just believing God and stepping out in faith. And now see, she said her back feels, feels better. And she said... And she, and she says she feels great. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. Is it, you okay. Oh my, oh if you're Lord. healed, be healed. And if you're not, we'll keep praying. I'm healed. I'm healed. This is called. This is called demonstration. Praise God. All right. Well, go ahead and have a seat if you feel good. Or if you want to stick around here and pray for people. Wait, wait, actually, you know what? See you. Actually, wait, stay back up here. Stay up here. If you pray for people to... Yeah, stay up here. Stay up here. 
Hey, come back up here. You, if you got your back, if you received healing in your back, we're going to have you pray for people with back problems. How's that sound? What's your name, sis? I know your name. Selena. Selena, what's going on? Um, pinched nerve, disc issues. Okay. So, everything. now, like, standing up right now, are you in pain right now? A little. A little? Can you bend over at all? Or is there pain when you hurt, when you bend over? About that far. About that far, that's as far as you can go? Do you believe God wants to heal you? I do. He absolutely does. And so we're just gonna we're just gonna agree with you and agree with your faith, and we're gonna just believe God to heal you right now. Okay, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for Selena. God, we thank you that you love her. God, we thank you that Lord that your word says that you're the healer, and God that you want to heal her. Lord, we thank you that it isn't magic, it isn't a science. It's just faith and standing on your word. So right now, in the name of Jesus. We just command this pinched nerve right now in the name of Jesus to loosen right now in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Healing right now on her back right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God. We just rebuke infirmity and affliction. God, we just thank you for touching her right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You feeling anything? You feeling some heat? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching her, God. Thank you for healing her right now, God. Thank you that you're, you want to heal back. So, I mean, that's all I heard this morning. In the name of Thank you, Lord. Free. You want to try bending over and see if we got any pain there? Can you, can you bend over? Thank you, Lord. Thank oh! you, Lord. Is there still pain? There's no pain when you bend over. Can, it's a lot less uncomfortable. Okay, so now if, if we were to put your, your pain level from a scale of 1 to 10, when, when you first came up here, what would you say it was? A 5. And what is it now? A 2. Well, let's just pray for it to be a zero. Can we do that? Can we just keep praying? Anybody here believe God that he can heal? Come on, let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching Talina, Lord. Come on, I don't know, I don't know how many of you guys have known Talina and the, and the problems that she's been having with her back. She's been having them for a long time. Lord, we thank you that, Lord God, such a time as this that you would touch your daughter right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, God, heal her right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Try bending over. See if, see if it feels any better. Thank you, Lord. Fully, fully loose. Any better at all? Don't lie to me. I mean, if it still hurts, if it hurts, please tell me. It hurts still. We're, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Does it feel, I mean, is it still pain though? Is it still tight? No, you see, you can bend over more than you did before. So you weren't, you weren't able to bend over like that? Are you serious? You're not lying to me. So God just touched her back now too. Lord, thank you for touching Talena, God. Thank you for healing her back. Thank you for freeing her from this pinched nerve in the name of Jesus. You want to pray for some people? You want to stick around here? Okay. Are you guys okay with this? Okay, just want to make sure. What's your name, bud? Micah. What's going on, buddy? I hurt. You hurt? <laughs> hurt. You, you said you got back problems? Yeah, I've had lower back issues ever since I was about 19 years old. Okay, and, and that was from an accident that you had? Uh, well, I was in, uh, I went and enlisted in the Navy and hurt my back in boot camp. Okay. Of course, they sent me home. Is it lower back, upper back? Lower. Lower back? Yeah. Lower have you ever had, like, doctor diagnose you with anything like uh, perforated disc or, no, or nothing, like, nothing that. like that? Just, 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 just in pain with your back? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you believe God can heal you? Yes. Yeah, you believe he wants to heal you? Yes. Absolutely does. Yes. The cool thing about God, when he heals, you don't have to earn it. You don't have to like get your life like, I got to do this, this, and the other. He just wants to touch you. He just wants to love on you. So we're just going to believe God. Ladies, you want, since you guys have already been prayed for, can we lay our 
hands on, on his back. Thank you, Lord. God, we thank you that your word says, God, that if any among you are sick, let him come to the elders of the church. God, the laying on of hands and the prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. So right now we just command that this back be healed in the name of Jesus. God, we just speak healing over him now in Jesus' name. God, we just right now thank you that, Lord Jesus, that you would loosen, Father, ligament, tendon, joint. God, we thank you, Father, for bringing alignment right now, God, to, uh, Lord, to his disc right now. Lord, we thank you for the cartilage, Lord Jesus, being loosened right now in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for healing your son now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. You feel anything? You feeling something? Can you, uh, like, do you have pain when you bend over and stuff? Normally, you want to try bending over? Let's just see what happens. Is there still pain there? If there's still pain, please tell me. A little bit. A little bit? More stiffness. It's more stiffness? Okay, thank you, Lord. Lucy, come on, let's pray, guys. Lord, we just thank you for, we thank you for touching Micah, God. We thank you that you love him. Lord, we thank you. There's no magic formula. It's just standing on faith and believing your word. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, we thank you for loosening his back. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We're not doing this to put on, Lord Jesus, a show but a demonstration of your love and your affection and your power. Thank you right now in Jesus' name. Loosen his back now in Jesus' name. Try try bending now. In the name of Jesus. Any better? Much better. Much better. Is it still stiff though? Not really. Not really. Is it a little bit stiff? Very little. Thank you. Oh, come on. You almost got complete healing here. Let's start. Lord, thank you, Lord. Complete healing in your son right now, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you that, Lord, the God that you love him. Thank you for healing his back. Thank you that you have his back. God, let it be a prophetic declaration that you have Micah's back by touching his back and healing him, God, from this, from this pain that he's had since he's been 19. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. See if, it, see if it's loose. It's any looser. Is it better? Yes. Is it better? Yes. We've just prayed for three people who've had back problems, and their backs feel better now. Come on. It's not rocket science. Come on, and it's not a, it's not a show. See, this is what this is. See, when you when you when you receive the power of the Spirit, these signs will accompany those who believe. We just got to step out in faith. We got a few more people we're gonna pray for here. You guys still good? What's your name, bud? I'm Ben. Ben, what's going on? I uh, hurt my back as I was getting ready for work on Friday. Just I was bending down, getting uh, the clothes on, and everything. When I stood back up, it just this pain gripped my lower back, and okay. I, I couldn't even, hardly even walk. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know that feeling. I'm sorry. So you believe God can heal you? Oh, absolutely. You believe he wants to heal yes. you? Yes. Yeah. See, a lot of times people believe God can. They just don't believe God wants to or, or don't believe that he can do it right now. So we're just going to believe God with you. We're going to join the word of God with your faith, and we're going to pray. Let's see what God does. That's all we're doing. We're just going to see what God does. It's pretty simple. Lord, thank you right now, God. Thank you for loosening his back right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Freedom right now. God, we just, right now, God, we speak to muscle. We speak to tendon. We speak to ligament. We say be loosened in the name of Jesus. God, if there's a pinched nerve, God, or, or where he twisted, or, or uh, God, we, we speak to any kind of herniated disc, God, or any bruised disc. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Loosen his back right now, God, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Freedom, God, right now. Does it, does it hurt right now? Um, I feel it's just kind of like, uh, um, I don't know, it's a pressure. There's a pressure? Yeah. Okay. Does it hurt when you bend over and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind, of. kind of. Lord, right now, God, thank you, healing him. Right now, God, 
Thank you, God. Heal his back, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching his back. Thank you, God, right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Freedom. Freedom, Lord. Is it feeling better at all? Yeah, it feels a lot better. It feels a lot better? Yeah. If you're on a, a pain scale, standing up here from 1 to 10, what would you say like your pain was coming up here? Uh, probably, it was probably like a 2 when I came up here. Okay. But, but like it's like gone. Like, like completely even, gone? Even as I was bending over. I you like felt gone. a lift? Yeah. You're not lying to me, right? No, you're, you're, lying, you're, no. you're, so it's it's completely gone. So the, pre the pressure's gone? Yeah, the pressure's yeah. gone. Come on, somebody needs a shout and give praise to God. demonstration and then application friends God he just loves us so much and he wants to touch lives and now we got people here that have received healing and now they're praying for people to be healed it's 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 their faith that's that's causing God to do stuff what's your name bud my name is Tony P. Jr. Tony what's going on man you in pain yes where you at Shoulder pain. Your shoulders? <laughs> with this shoulder right here? Yes. Uh, like, like, in my like, like how, like, uh, what's, what's the movement on it so that we can kind of gauge what's going on? Like, you, you can't, can you move it at all? Can you even do like one of these numbers? I'm back working out. Oh, like, oh, like back here? Okay, so now, so if you, like, if you, if you lift it, is there pain, like lifting it up? I'm just trying to find out where your pain gauge is so that we can see, see. Right in there. Did you do something? Did you like hurt it like when you're lifting or something like that? Okay. Okay. How many believe God wants to heal his back, shoulder, or whatever it is, like right in that area? Okay. God, we thank you for Tony. God, we thank you for him stepping up here, God, and, and, and believing that you want to heal him. Lord, we just stand on your word. Lord, we thank you that it's not about us. It's all about you. You're Jehovah Rapha. You're God that heals. Lord, we thank you that you bore the very stripes for our healing. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just speak to his back. God, we just command right now, God, that ligament, tendon, muscle would be loosened in the name of Jesus. God, we just command right now, God, that if there are any afflictions, Lord, or, or um, uh, any infirmity that has been sent his way, we just command it to flee in the name of Jesus. We just thank you right now for complete healing in the name of Jesus. You feeling anything while we're praying for you? Yeah, you're touching it. Yeah. You touch it. Does it feel, does it, yeah. is it? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Right on it? Okay, right now, God. Loosen him right now, God. Right now, God. Loose. Freedom. Touch his back. God, thank you. Right now, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. You still feel pain there? Is there still pain? Does it feel better? Thank you, Lord. Is it, does it still feel stiff at all? Is there, is there pain there? Move it around. Let, let, let's see. It's fading away. So, like, it's so. so you moved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it, is it, but it's still there, right? It's moving. So, come on, a little bit more. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. God, we just command right now affliction that has been sent His way to flee now in Jesus' name. Loose Him now. Loose Him now. Loose Him now. Affliction, flee in the name of Jesus. Flee in the name of Jesus. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Freedom, freedom. I, I'm just gonna share this with you. Uh, I say affliction. This is what's weird. Um, I don't understand the supernatural realm. I don't know. I just know that it's that it's there. And uh, uh, just keep praying for him. Just keep praying for him. Um, I'm gonna just share this real quick. 
Um, one time I hurt my wrist. I don't even know what happened. I mean, I hurt my wrist so bad, like I couldn't, I couldn't even like do like a whole lot of things. I'm like, and like, I know like my family, like my dad, uh, he, he's had wrist surgery. Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, carpal tunnel. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm like, I'm in my thirties. I don't need, you know, this going on. And, and for a number of days, like my wrist was hurting real bad. And I'm like, I don't know what I did. I don't know if I slept on it wrong. I don't know. And so I'm just, I was praying. I, I didn't let anybody know. I'm just praying. I'm like, God, my, uh, my wrist hurts for, for, for about a week. I'm praying, Lord, heal my wrist, heal my wrist, nothing. So we were here in prayer one time and I said, and I just decided, I'm like, Lord, I just command in the name of Jesus that affliction flee in the name of Jesus. When I said that, I felt something lift off of me and my wrist was completely, it just, it was, it was gone. So there's sometimes, sometimes there is, I didn't do anything wrong. Sometimes there's just affliction that's sent our way. And so he says he feels it moving. So we're just, we're praying against affliction. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Affliction has to go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Touching Tony right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, they're going to keep praying for Tony. And then I want you guys to, to, to go ahead and pray for Sister Dolores here. Who in here wants to walk in the power of God? You want to walk? Then why don't you come on up? Just come on up. magician it's not because I'm a pastor it's not because I mean I tarried <laughs> all night <laughs> for God to heal um, but it's it's just aligning our lives with the Word of God and that he wants to flow through you to touch lives may our faith be served just let's, let's just ask him God thank you right now in the name of Jesus for God filling us with the power of your spirit that we can walk in thank you that your word says God, that we can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. God, we thank you. We just saw a demonstration right here where there's a number of people that had back problems. And God, we just believed by faith and you healed them. God, thank you. This is something we can walk in every single day in the name of Jesus. God, thank you that it's not rocket science. There's no formula. It's not a magical prayer. Lord, it's just us standing in agreement with your word and standing in faith. So Father, right now, we thank you for, for, for increasing God, I just release the gift of faith over your sons and your daughters right now in the name of Jesus. Gift of faith in the name of Jesus. The gift of faith in the name of Jesus. The gift of faith in Jesus' name. Faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that your word says, God, that, God, that you will give us the gift of faith. Gift of faith. God, it's something that I was praying for this morning that you would release in this house. The gift of faith. The gift of faith. That faith would be a gift of faith in the name of Jesus. Gift of faith, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Faith. Yes, God. Faith in the name of Jesus. Faith to believe your word. Faith to walk out your word. God, faith to stand on your word. God, faith to pray your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Gift of faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. Take a risk. Take a risk. That's what I did this morning. I didn't know what God was going to do. I just went for it. Take a risk. Gift of faith in the name of Jesus. Gift of faith. 
Thank you, Lord. Your daughter, gift of faith right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Gift of faith. To walk in faith. To walk in faith. He wants you to walk in faith. You know that, right? He wants you to walk in faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your daughter. Thank you that you love her right now, God. Thank you, God. More of you. More of you, Lord Jesus.